Hi, sisters. Today we are going to explore Philippians 4, 13, one of the most quoted verses in the Bible. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And we're going to really go deeper to see what does that really mean? How can I apply that to my daily living? And how will it transform my life? God bless you guys. Enjoy. Hi, family. Welcome to God's Word Transforming Lives. Are you wanting to learn the Bible verse by verse, one letter at a time, with real life application? Then this podcast is for you. My name is Amy, and I have been teaching the Word of God to women for over 15 years now. I came out of some trauma from my childhood, and it left me feeling so empty. And after searching high and low with everything the world had to offer, I always came up short until I learned the Word of God for myself. And it was in that that I became transformed. So if you would like to be transformed by God's Word, then stick around and let's do this together. Did you know I have a free sisterhood community of women just like you? Women who love Jesus and they love one another. They too are looking for that deeper walk with Christ and they love learning his word. If you pause right now and click the link below in the show notes, it'll take you right to the Facebook group. We look forward to getting to know you. Hi, sisters. Welcome back to our Philippians study. We are going to finish it out today. Of course, it'll be broken down into several parts because it does take a little bit. And I like to um, keep these teachings a little bit shorter than longer because I know you guys don't, you guys are multitasking, you're doing all the things and it's not easy to sit down and just listen to a teaching for an hour. But if we break it down into smaller increments, I think it's easier to absorb. So we are back in Philippians chapter four, verse 13. We're going to start with 13. However, just a kind of a recap, remember Paul was saying here that no matter where he found himself in life, no matter if he was full and, and had money and had all the things and full belly, all those things, he was content. Or if like today, when he was writing this letter at the time, he was in prison, he was just as content because he knew that Christ was his all in all. He knew Christ was all that he needed. He was sufficient. And so that's kind of where we left off. And then we're going to go right into verse 13, where it says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And I want to sit here for just a minute because this is one of the most misused out of context verses that we have or have seen. We've all seen, you know, the football teams that get together and they what pray before a game. And they're like, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. We can win this game. We can, you know, I can go to the gym and I can lift this weight. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And, and often this verse is really just up and lifted up out of the page right? Remember this Bible was not written in chapters and verses. It was written as a letter, a whole thought letter. And chapters and verses were added much later in church history in the 1500s was when chapters and verses were added. And so I'm not saying that's necessarily a bad thing, but it has caused us to take scriptures like this, a verse like this, lift it up out of the page and use it 
for something completely out of context. And that's what has happened a lot with this particular verse. And so what is Paul saying here? What does he mean? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Well, we know by the context of the letter, by the context of the thought that he was speaking of, he was talking about persecution. He was talking about suffering. He was talking about, you know, I'm in prison and I am completely content in the Lord that even though I do not have, you know, adequate food, I do not have adequate supplies. He's not getting adequate sleep. He's in a prison. Um, he's, you know, not able to have the freedoms that he once had to just roam and go out, you know, things that we take for granted, you know, to be able to have the sunshine on our face, to have food in our belly, nice, clean clothes on our back, to be able to take a shower every day. If we want to have privacy and going to the restroom. Remember he was chained to a jailer. He was chained to a, uh, security guard, if you will. And so he didn't have the privacy to even go to the bathroom um, in, in private. You know, he didn't have the luxury to take showers and bathe and, and feel clean or have clean clothes. And so these are the things that he's talking about. He says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. He is saying I can suffer for Christ. I can, if Christ wants to give me um you know, plenty of food and clothing and a, and a hot shower, then, you know, I do that with his strength. That It is no longer I who live. Remember Paul says that it's Christ who lives in me. And so he is reiterating the contentment that I count it all joy, no matter what season he found himself in, no matter what sufferings he was going through, he counted it all joy to suffer with Christ is to gain. And he understood that when we see this, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Remember, this is Christ who could strengthen you in the valleys, sister. When you're going through it, when you're, maybe you get that electric bill in the mail, that's now 40% higher than it was last month. And you're like, I'm already on a strict budget. I'm already on a fixed income. Maybe, you know, you just got really bad news at the doctor and you're going you know, going to have, you have some health issues that you're battling. Maybe, um, your marriage, you're going through some things with your marriage. Maybe you're a born again believer and your husband's not, and you're struggling with, um, you know, being unequally yoked and things that are going on there. Maybe you've lost somebody you loved recently and you're having a lot of grief and, um, maybe you're still suffering from trauma and traumatic things that have happened to you. There's a lot of things that we go through in this life that take us into these deep valleys and the Lord is with us. He says, I will strengthen you. I think of Paul when he had that thorn in his flesh and he was like, I prayed three times for God to take this thorn from me. But he said, Paul, my grace is sufficient for you. You're going to be okay. You're all I need. And that is what Paul is saying here. Christ is all that we need. We may think we need more. We may think we need healed. We may think we need um, something other than what we have, but we need to understand in the sovereignty of God, he has us where he has us in the season that he has us in to teach us, to grow us, to mature us. And he is truly all that we need and we can count it all joy. And that is what it means when Paul says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You know, he is writing a letter to a very poverty stricken church. And the Philippian church was very poverty stricken. They, you know, had persecution. 
he is writing this letter from jail where he was seeing his brothers and sisters be martyred for the gospel of Jesus Christ. But Nero is in charge at this point. And so he's feeding people to the lions for games, for entertainment. He is lighting the streets of Rome with burning bodies of Christians at nighttime. That's what lit the streets of Rome when Nero was in charge. And Paul would have heard about it, saw it, been a witness to it, you know, and yet he could still say, I can get through this. I can get through this. And that's what we, that's the heart that he's trying. That's the heart that the Holy Spirit is trying to teach us when he's writing this to us through Paul, to the Philippian church and to us today is no matter what you're going through, I am enough. Christ is enough. And that he will, his strength will get you through it. That on your own, you can't. On your own, it is it is too big for you. It's a, it's a heavy burden for you. But he says, my yoke is easy. Give me your burdens. Give me your worries. Give me your anxieties, right? Remember we talked about this in the earlier part of chapter four about be anxious for nothing. And I taught you guys how to pray and how to how to press into that. That is what it means when he's, it's the same thought here. He's, he's keeping the same theme of where when, our, when we find our security, when we find our wanting to be all in, in Christ, when we really understand who he is and who we are in him, these battles in life, though they're difficult, though it is a hard journey, it's a hard road. Jesus said it would be a hard, narrow path. That's why few be them that find it because it is a hard path. And so when we find ourselves in the hardships of the narrow path, the word encourages you through the Holy Spirit to be reminded that because of Christ, you can be strengthened and you will endure and you can get through it. And you will come out the other side looking more like Christ. We're growing from glory to glory. And it is in the battles, it's in the trials, it's in the valleys that we grow the most, where we grow in depth, where we grow in character and integrity and patience and perseverance. We grow in humility. We grow in Christ and it's because of him and it's because of his strength that you can get through whatever is being thrown at you. And so I want you to hold on to that, that this verse is a verse about, about being, being strengthened in times of struggles and in times of, of need and want, knowing that we have a savior who loves us, who holds all of it in his hands, who says that he literally placed you in the palm of his own hand and nothing and no one will snatch you out. And that is the beauty of our salvation that we got saved from our sins, that we don't owe that debt anymore that we all owed, that Christ took that. But then he also put us in his family. He adopted us, Romans 8, calls us daughter. We are grafted into the vine of Christ. And all that has been given to him has been given to us. And we have this beautiful inheritance that awaits us. Remember what he said here, you know, and in, in when he reminded them in verse or chapter four, verse three, where he says, remember, guys, your names are written in the Lamb's book of life. If that's all that you can remember sometimes in the darkness is no matter what's going on, my name is written in the Lamb's book of life and my salvation is secure in Christ. What can man do to me? If God be with me, who can be against me? And no matter what trial you may be facing and it, and I am not, you know, devaluing your feelings of that it's painful or you're, you're, you're going through some really hard things. Paul went through really hard things. 
saints who have gone before us have gone through really hard things, right? And, and we all have this journey, but Christ wants you to know that he alone is your strength. He alone will get you through it. Find the contentment in where you're at, even in the hardship. Be have a grateful heart. I still have, I have breath in my lungs. I'm able to still be alive and share the gospel with somebody. I'm content with where you have me. Even if you never change my circumstances, my name is still written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And that is the encouragement of this verse. It's not just a rah-rah verse. It's not a verse to take to the gym with us or to take to whatever with us. It's really a verse that goes so much deeper than that. It's a life verse. It's a verse that we take with us in our life that as the world throws lemons at us, that because of Christ, we can make lemonade with it and be content can be totally content. And so I pray that that blesses you. And I pray that you see that you too can do all things through Christ who strengthens you in your sufferings, in the hard times, in the trials and tribulations, and that he is all that we need. And he has given us this beautiful word to minister to us, to speak to us, to encourage us. It's a mirror into our souls to go, where can my father speak to me? Where is, where do I, I need a word from the Lord? And that might be the very word he gives you in this time is you can do all things because he will not leave you or forsake you. I love that poem and that we, most of us know the footprints in the sand that in our darkest days, our darkest hours, the Lord is carrying us through. And that's why there's the only one set of footprints because he's not just walking beside us. He's literally carrying us through the darkness. And that is the essence of this verse. He is carrying you through the darkness. He carried Paul through the darkness, the beatings, the the, the stonings, the persecutions, the false accusations, the imprisonments, the being shipwrecked, the starving, the naked, all of it. He was carried through. And so are you. And so am I. So I pray that blesses you. And I just love you guys so much. And I pray that the word of God is just encouraging you and just know that it will transform your life over time and it will continue to transform. We never outgrow the word and it just always speaking and, and, and encouraging us and bringing healing to us and changing us, transforming us. And so I pray that the word has done that for you today. So Lord, I just lift up my sisters and I ask father that you just remind them no matter what they're going through, no matter where they're at, that you really are their strength, that you're the one carrying them through God. And that maybe they find themselves on a mountaintop right now where everything is good. Well, guess what? We still need you to strengthen us, to strengthen us, to not get um, complacent on the mountaintop, uh, strengthen us to not become, to turn the mountaintop into idolatry, you know, that, that when it's good, that that's all we want is that fullness that we want more because we talked about that with contentment, Lord, that we can, sometimes when we have a lot, we end up wanting more because we already have so much. And so father, I ask that you strengthen us in the valleys and you strengthen us in the mountaintops and that our eyes stay focused and fixed upon you, Lord, and what you have us to do our callings for our lives, Father, that we keep our minds focused on that which is in heaven, 
which is you, heavenly things, and the assignments that we have here, and that you help us to not get so distracted by all the earthly things that are going on and all around us, Lord. And we love you, Lord, and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you guys. Family, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If it has blessed you in any way, would you give me 30 seconds and share it with a friend of yours? One more small little favor, if you would, head over to whatever podcast source you're listening to this on and give me a five-star review. That would be so great. It helps get the episodes out there to other people who may be wanting to learn God's word. Again, don't forget, guys, until next time, it is a crockpot faith, not a microwave. With God's word, discipleship, and patience, you too will be transformed for his good work. Grace and peace, I leave with you until next time.